This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. February, it's interesting, right? Because on the calendar, on paper, it is the shortest month of the year. But for WVU basketball, February, in the year of our Lord 2020, and yes, it's a leap year, and there's an extra day, still shorter than the other months. But man, this February's felt long for some reason wouldn't you agree I mean think about it January was a breeze January flew right by and then February wow really stuck around and it's going to be over uh, here in a few hours and then we'll go to March and March has 31 days. And 31 days is more than 29 days. By my count, two days more. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Witt. This is Unreasonable Doubt. This is episode, what do you know? It's episode 29 on the 29th of February. 29 is a prime number. Dire prime. I'm in the dire prime pantry. I'm hungry. Episode 29, Oklahoma. I'm on social media and I have stuff that has the podcast logo on it. West Virginia lost 73 to 62. 11 point loss that at the middle of the second half, speaking of felt like a long time, the middle part of the second half of this game. And Oklahoma almost put a 50-burger on WVU in the second half. The middle part of the second half really felt long. Why? Well, West Virginia went into the half down by four. And no, 
first half, West Virginia did not play well because they haven't been playing well. But Oklahoma missed some shots. Weird ending to the first half where they gave them a basket, but then they took it away. Or did they take it away? I'm not sure. Maybe ESPN was trying to make up the rule, but it was very confusing. So you're actually plus two in the second half without nothing happening. And for WVU, plus anything here in the last seven games is is great. And then it went from a four-point lead to a double-digit lead for Oklahoma. And they're making their open shots. And then West Virginia was trying to speed Oklahoma up, and then it became a dunk fest. And at that point, the dunk fest reminded me and, and gave me flashbacks of one year ago. You remember what happened one year ago, and I remember what happened one year ago. And last year, February, was 28 days. And the other months are, are how they normally are. And every month of last season, during basketball season, felt as long as this month. This month of February that's about the end. And thank goodness, by the way. Fe thank goodness February's disappearing. Because that's just, we just flipped the calendar. And that's a change. And change for this basketball team is good, even if it is flipping the calendar. And going into this game, Bob Huggins in the press conference Friday was like, yeah, they've been, you know what? The guys have been shooting shots. The guys have been shooting shots. They've been in the gym. Good practice. Got to make shots. And then today happens and it's the same things what's made this month long this month of February is that the repetition things that are happening over and over again West Virginia missing free throws over and over again West Virginia had open shots from three they did. Watch the tape. They had wide open opportunities. They made very few of those wide open opportunities. They're, even if they're not wide open, they're missing those two. And you can understand that. But the wide open shots, you'd like to see those go down. Now, Oklahoma, when they had open shots, they missed a couple, but they made, they made some. And that's all I'm looking for for WVU. Just make some of the open looks. Just make some shots. This shooting under 20% from three and under 60% from the free throw line, that's getting old. And I don't know how you fix that. Now, some would argue coaching can fix that. That the coach could put the players in a position to have a easier chance of scoring points. And I could listen to that argument, but it's not like Huggins is not trying different. He's trying different things. He hasn't tried the seven seconds or less where you just run down and even if it's contested, shoot the ball 
and just in a try to get the pace moving because every opponent in February has been very comfortable with WVU's pace and they in fact their opponents are slowing the game down and Oklahoma today running shot clock slowing things down and at the end of the shot clock they're getting a shot that they're comfortable with there was no very rarely if any was there any shot clock violations today they ran offense late in the shot clock and usually ended up with a good shot opportunity WVU now we run shot clock but here's what you're looking at you've got a situation where as I told you Three-point shots are are coming in at a clip under 20%. <laughs> roughly today, roughly every one shot went in out of 10 from the three-point line. And in an era where three-pointers are worth more than two, and if you shoot them at a lower percentage at three, it actually can be better than what you shoot as a percentage of two-point shots. The math will never work when you're shooting under 20% from three. And you can run that through an abacus. You can run that through a scientific calculator. You can run it through the Texas Instruments TI-5544L squared. You can put the cosine on it. You can put the... You can uh, you can graph that out, baby. It ain't working. So then what you have... And Huggins is saying this. He's like, all right, well, so he can't shoot outside. So let's throw the ball inside. But guess what the other team knows? The other team knows what you know. The other team knows that you can't make outside shots. So why worry about that? Just stay in front of somebody. You don't have to press. Just stay in front of them. And and then pack it in when somebody inside gets the ball. Now a handful of times we got the ball inside, made an extra pass, and somebody got a layup or a decent shot. And then sometimes we're still missing shots two feet from the rim. And that's just a thing, right? That's just a thing that WVU does. And so, and then when it goes inside, then you can foul. Because when you foul, most likely you're only going to get hurt by one point and possibly even zero points we might not make one free throw and that's a thing and i've been so optimistic this year the reason the (laughs) epic the name of this podcast is unreasonable doubt i am a pessimistic person when it comes to sports specifically wvu sports and yet i've held on for every last straw of optimism that's out there this team that's 19 and 10 now was 18 and 4 that was a thing the NCAA tapped us on the on the forehead and said hey you're a two seed if if the tournament started today I don't know what that tournament uh what those tournament uh, committee folks are thinking now with WVU because they and even you know my benefit of the doubt of these last six games before this game is you lost your first game at home, the other games were on the road, and 
you can kind of explain that away as young team, lose on the road, terrible last year, and then this game happens. And that, what happens in this game, and again, it makes that TCU loss, I'll keep saying it, that TCU loss even more terrible. And TCU today goes out and they beat Baylor at home. And TCU is now tied with West Virginia for sixth in the conference, where at one point WVU was alone in third place. And I don't want to get into how TCU beat Baylor and that opens up Kansas to be the Terminator once again. And I've been calling Baylor the Terminator and then they handed over the Arnold Schwarzenegger sunglasses to Kansas and said, you guys wear these all the time. We like the we wore them for a little bit this season. We're going to give these to you now. By losing to you at home and then losing on the road at TCU on that stupid court. I'm not going to get into that. Now WVU is tied with that TCU team. If you make three or four free throws, you're not tied with TCU in sixth. And it was a weird day for the conference. Texas goes into Lubbock and beats Texas Tech. Kansas State gave Kansas all they wanted at home. And Oklahoma State and Iowa State happened. Okay. I mean, I don't I think Oklahoma State won that game. Uh it was on nobody's radar. But from 18 to 18 and 4 to 19 and 10. And you can't explain this one away. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime, you know what they do. They do designs. They're a full-service graphic shop. They're veteran-owned. They're family-owned. You need a design for whatever. They'll help you create that design, put that design on a t-shirt, on a frisbee, Over 1 million different promotional products you can put your design on. And Dyer Prime can help you with that. Do not confuse Dyer Prime with, there's this company out here, and they sound very similar. And if I was this company, I would change their name. But their name is Dyer Slime. And Dyer Slime is a full-service slime shop. And they got borax and glue and sprinkles and glitter. Do not confuse this group, and they're and they're fine folks, but I think they're trying to piggyback off of the success of Dire Prime. So I'm not promoting them. I'm promoting Dire Prime. You should talk to them, and you can call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the internet at direprime.com. D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dire Prime. Then it makes me look back. And so negative WVU Twitter, congratulations. Today you are right. And I've messed up on my stock, <laughs> on my WVU stock. I'm, I'm, what I've said is I'm holding on to it now. And the market, the actual real stock market dropped a bunch this week. 
and WVU stock fell a bunch today. And I didn't sell it in time. And I wasn't planning on selling it. I told you in the last episode, I'm holding on to what WVU stock I have. And we'll see where it goes. But right now, the middle of the second half of this game is the low point of the season. And what's weird about this season compared to last season is West Virginia comes back. They have not gotten beat like they got beat in a game last year. At all. They're 19-10. and 10. They have not taken a horrific laid down loss this year. Even the games that have gotten rough, somehow WVU in, in garbage time has made it look more respectable than what it is. And WVU cut this game to 8 with under 3 minutes left and had two opportunities to cut the lead even more from down to 6 or even 5 and miss those golden opportunities. And you know why? Because they're just missing shots. And so the poor computer rankings that I've been holding on to, that that damn's about to break. Because in real life, computers, whatever, when you lose 6 out of 7, it doesn't matter if you're a human or a robot or a computer or whatever, the statistics read out. You look at the ticker tape and it says, uh, you're not as good as what, what we thought you were. And so I saw today, West Virginia's out of the top 10 in the Ken Pomeroy rankings. WVU will be out, I would assume, of the top 20 in the NCAA net rankings after this game. West Virginia's 20th in the AP poll this week. They're going to drop out of the polls, for sure. Out of the top 25. And yet, having said all that, what I've said is, uh, this is a terrible loss. It made me think of last season. The computers can't take up for us anymore. WVU Twitter, negative Twitter, is, is proven right today. And yet, I'm a Looney Tune because I believe that West Virginia is still a really good team. And so I'm gonna, I'm just going to stand on that hill. Uh, and just hope beyond hope that some of these shots go in and at this point that feels miraculous right that feels very far away making making a few more shots because look at February multiple games, at least four games where WV's three-point shooting is under 20%. Multiple games. I don't know if they shot 70% from the free throw line for the month. Another game in the 50s from the free throw line. Shot robot. Front end of a 101. Misses it. And it's, and it's predictable at this point. And people are hanging their heads, and Huggins is just confused. And he's got Logan Rout at the beginning of the second half in the game, and taking Oscar and and Derek Culver out, and put in Logan Rout. And bless his heart, we haven't seen Logan Rout in a while. And guess what? There was a Logan Rout dump in the post, and Logan, poor Logan Rout. That's a he turned around and shot it and missed it. 
And in a vacuum, that's not a crazy thing to happen. And yet, Huggins is in, you know, <laughs> again, with flashbacks of last year, let me remind you, Bob Huggins started walk-on Tavon Horton one game last season in just trying to figure it out. And so his version of that in a, in a much smaller scale and with more respect to Logan Rout, it's like, all right, Logan, early in the second half, you come in. And he gets the ball as part of a offensive strategy of like, nothing else has worked. Let's get the Logan Rout turnaround. And so Logan Rout Sr. does not make a shot. Chase Harler Sr. goes 0 for 3 today. Everybody's hanging their heads. It's been a rough month. So now you're in a situation where Huggins is saying they're in the gym. And <laughs> and them being in the gym is now like that's that's said as like this is the fix. And now this game happens and it's like, well, it can't be both. Maybe being in the gym is not the fix. Perhaps it's broken. Oh, and yet I don't, why do I not think it's broken? I mean, what I'll do at the end of the season, let's say they lose the game at Iowa State, lose at home to Baylor, losing the first game of the Big 12 tournament, and then the NCAA tournament committee says, you're out of here. No thanks. From 2C to we don't want you. I guess at that point I got to play every time I said that this is a very good team. Just uh, just do that in a row. One after the other. Where I'm 100% dead wrong. And then it's just a, a mea culpa. And me apologizing for being. Not that you care. I, I, I don't have to tell anybody I'm sorry about how I feel about what... <laughs> My thoughts on the WVU basketball team. I just got to tell you I'm wrong. And I've had arguments on Twitter with people that are just, I've reacted to people, fans that are saying, this is terrible. It's the coaches and the players. Wins football season. It's Today's a victory for wins football season guy. Or girl. It's the hottest mess. Because the the bubble is burst of, yeah, but they've been on the road. Because <laughs> this is a team in your ballpark. And you beat Texas Tech at home. And you beat TCU at home. And you beat Texas at home. And you can't beat Oklahoma at home. And now you're looking up at Texas in the standings. You're looking up at Texas Tech in the standings. You're looking up... <laughs> You're looking side-by-side side with TCU. Oh, it's a bad day today. It really is. And if they didn't have... What if... Okay, let me ask you this. As a, as a slight way to get out of this. If it happens on leap day, does it count? I mean, can we get to March and West Virginia loses out and they say, well, you know... They lost, what would that be? 
like nine out of the last ten. But we got to factor in they lost the game on leap day. They lost the game on leap day. So do we have to count that? Because that happens once every four years. It's like an extra day. It, or just weigh it less. Like it doesn't matter as much the result of that game. And so thus maybe West Virginia gets into a play-in game. And yet you and I, well, I'm, I, can't, I can't speak for you. And I don't know who's listening at this point. But I don't know. <laughs> I cannot be shocked if West Virginia goes to Ames and beats Iowa State. And then on senior day, beats Baylor, especially if it means that it's like Baylor and Kansas tied for number one in the conference, like somehow Kansas loses one between now and then, and it comes down to the last Saturday of the season. And then in order for Kansas to retake the throne, Baylor has to lose, and it just so happens that Baylor's in Morgantown. Like, we can't be shocked if that happens. I should stop saying we. I will not be shocked if that happens. But, wow. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Show your mountaineer pride at Permanti Brothers. Late night deals start daily at 9 p.m. Great deals on fan favorites including wings, the famous sandwiches, and more. Check up with the brothers on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for the latest deals, most up-to-date news, and info on game day specials. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Has it washed over you? And some of you, you've already came to the realization of this. That this team is a different team. I really wasn't buying this team's a different team. I really thought Monday game, you lose that one. You you get some extra time off of like not playing games, not the Wednesday, Saturday schedule. You have some days, regroup. You know, what if, you know, going into it, it's like going into the season, the team goes to Spain. And you think, all right, this is an opportunity for a young group to play together, go on a trip. And then you look at the end of February and how the team is, as what like the faces on this team and the body language of guys. And some of this may be, I've been looking at these goofballs not since the fall, since June or July or whatever that trip was. I've been staring at these guys longer than what I normally would and hanging out with these people and we were getting along great. But we reached the tipping point of like, I want to get away from you people. I'm not saying that that's true, but I'm just trying to figure this out as you probably are. What the heck is going on? (sighs) 
I don't know. I don't know. February. West Virginia averages 61 points a game. For the month of February. And there's three wins in there. The shortest, longest month of the year. And West Virginia, as bad as it's been, has three wins. And they got they got the 62 on a prayer today. <laughs> and you knew it was, a, it was a low scoring first half, so one or both teams was going to warm up in the second half. It wasn't going to be a game under 50 when you play Oklahoma. But it just it just got gruesome quick. <laughs> and yet this team will not it doesn't go all the way to folder pressing. Because they give you a little bit of hope and, and the energy's good and they're pressing and getting turnovers and get back in. I'm putting this in air quotes. Get back in the game. Maybe that's... <laughs> you remember... <laughs> remember a few weeks or maybe a couple episodes ago, I was if you listen to this on a regular basis, I was trying to compare this season to a... Like, a, like the... The end of the vacation being a bad... Does that make the vacation bad? In essence. Great start to the vacation. Lots of fun stuff. Towards the end of the week, something uh, you have a bad day. Does that ruin the vacation? Well, I mean, we're in a... If this is a week's vacation, we are at Friday. And, the, and Friday morning... You've walked out of the condo and you left the keys in the condo. That's where we're at. So, <laughs> so yeah, you can call a locksmith and get the keys, get back into the condo, and the rest of Friday can be great. And Saturday, you know, the sea, <laughs> the vacation ends, and for sure. I feel comfortable saying WVU's season is going to end with them not winning the national championship. And I'm sorry to say that out loud. And it's that's not a revelation, but it's not happening. But can the end of the vacation be like... Can we have some ray of hope? Because... What we're experiencing now is the opposite of last season. In not a good way. <laughs> because at the end of last season, while it wasn't filled with W's, there was a little bit of hope. But this team, you know, West Virginia hit rock bottom. And so won some games towards the end of the season and won a couple of games in the Big 12 tournament. And this, this is the opposite of that. Where, let's say it continues down this path. What What's the hope for the offseason? Besides people getting older. And hopefully, well, I mean, I, it's hopefully sticking around. And having more experience. And Jalen Bridges gets to play. And the new guys come in. I mean, is that, is that, is that hope? I don't know. 
I mean, <laughs> now we're at the point, unfortunately, where WVU, I can say with certainty, and I felt like I said this with certainty before, and I'm, you know, West Virginia is going to play in the postseason. Unfortunately, now it's in question which tournament they're going to be in. I'm sorry to say that. I want to be wrong about that. <sighs> Anyways. I, I, you know, this was just a rant. The next game is Tuesday. West Virginia goes to Ames, Iowa to play Iowa State. 9 p.m. ESPNU. Iowa State is missing their NBA draft prospect. But they're at home. And West Virginia is on the road. And West Virginia, uh, West Virginia has lost six out of seven. So you would think West Virginia is desperate. Iowa State not going to play in the postseason unless somebody throws them a sad, <laughs> a sad tournament bone. I don't know how that works. You know, I couldn't walk the dog long enough after this one. I'm in a bad spot. My wife asked me, if, is, is there something wrong? And I said, the game. The basketball team is what's wrong with me. Like, I'm carrying that. More so than usual. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen wherever. Subscribe. Rate it five stars. I don't know why you would even listen to this, this episode. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WPU for the 2019-2020 season. 19 wins, 10 losses.